Welcome to Fleetwood Podcast. My name is Kendall. I want to start out this episode by saying thank you to all of my friends who have listened to my first episode. Thank you for being so supportive and offering help when it's needed. I really appreciate all of y'all very much and it means the world to me that you've taken an interest in what I'm doing. It it's really encouraging and I really want this to be a big part of my life. I want to make this my career and I can't do that without people supporting me and it it just means so much. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Today I have a few prompts from my book Magic Days and I just flipped through and found ones that were kind of relevant in my life and maybe they will strike a chord with you too. So the first one is what do I hope to become in the long run? I think that this question's really difficult to answer for most of us because we change so much in our lifetimes between 20 and 30 and 30 and 40 and 40 and 50. Every decade is a new journey and adventure and you set different goals for yourself and every few years you're changing your answer to this question. So right now my answer to that question is to be a podcaster. Excuse me, sorry for... (laughs) Sorry for that loud noise. Um, I want to be a podcaster. And so that's this is me taking those actionable steps to becoming a podcaster. Um, and on top of that, yeah, I would like to be a great person too. I have got to stop talking with my hands. I'm going to just be clapping for the whole video or podcast. <laughs> um, so the next prompt is, What coping mechanisms have helped me suppress my feelings? And by helped, it's not meaning in a positive way. It's just like, what do you do in order to suppress your feelings? I do a lot of things to suppress my feelings. I become incredibly distracted. I fall into hobbies. I cling too much. I talk on the phone. I listen to music too loud. I draw, um, yeah, I mean, like, I'll come up with any exercise, cooking, driving, literally anything can be used to suppress feelings. You have to sit down and make yourself feel sometimes, because suppressing your emotions, while it can be necessary at certain times... At some point, you've got to let them out and deal with them or they will just constantly come back. And a lot of times, they'll be worse later on than they would have been if you just dealt with it in the first place. Um, The next one is, what mental pattern, relationship, or identity am I ready to release today? I want to release the identity of not being good enough or, you know, here's, here's an exact example. 
when I was growing up, I was told that I needed to marry rich. And it was a good thing I was pretty. And I have always really hated that people told me that. Because it made me feel like I had no potential. And that, you know, like, people thought that I was stupid. But in all reality, I was incredibly bored and frustrated with public school and my teachers. And, like, I am one of those people that doesn't strive in structure. So, I had a really hard time. And, and being told that I needed to marry rich and, you know, like, get things through my looks was really shitty. And, I don't know, I felt like a failure for a really long time. And it's like I continue to fail myself over and over again by not reaching my full potential. Because I know it's in there, but it's like, how do I tap into it? Like, what is the thing that's going to, like, really set it off? I, you know, and I'm working on it. I'm trying to figure it out. Um, so the next prompt is, do I compare myself to others? And what can I do to remember my value? I think that I definitely compare myself to other people. Um... It mostly has to do with, like, people my age who have very different lives than me. And sometimes I think, you know, like, God, I'm an idiot. Why did I give up this life for the one that I have? And, and then I realize again, like, I made the decisions that I made for a reason. And I am where I am because... That's what I wanted to do. You know, I live alone. I'm single. It's just me and my dog. I'm working on my career. I'm working on the things that are going to make me happy in the long run with myself. And that's what's really important to me right now. Is being better for me. So, I get discouraged sometimes when I see other people younger than me or my age who have, it seems, found, figured out who they are and what they want to do and they know what path they're on. And even, and I know that we're all faking it till we make it, which is all that we can do. And I know that it's usually like, a facade when we see these people who seemingly haven't figured all out but it's still like they they're still successful you know and they've still done the things that they set out to do and that still makes me feel like I haven't done enough yet um what is my relationship with independence do I feel better in a partnership or on my own I think that I'm incredibly independent uh, for the most part. I like to do things by myself. I like to take care of myself. I like to be financially relied, rel reliant on myself 
and I don't like to take anything from anyone or feel like I'm indebted to anyone. But I am like emotionally dependent. So I like to have a partner so that I have that emotional connection and dependency, but I like to have all of the other separation, which makes me very difficult to be in a relationship with, as you can imagine, because I'm far too stubborn and independent to be told what to do or <laughs> to do anything together. So that's something that I probably need to work on. Um, I swear to God, if I don't stop saying, um, I'm gonna, I don't know how y'all even listen to this. How do you listen to me say this so many times? Uh, here I go, doing it again. I've got to figure out something else to do in between these. When in a conflict do I over-communicate or under-communicate? I tend to shut down in conflict. So, over-communicating is definitely not my problem. I am... I have been in emotionally abusive relationships. And a lot of times, fighting was a means of, like, control by the other person. So, I learned to not engage when fighting begins and just let the other person win or just completely shut down and like go to a different room it's created um a huge issue in in my relationships thereafter because I can't deal with any of the conflict I just will I'll just check out mentally and wait for it to be over So nothing is ever resolved. Uh, And also, the relationships created um, PTSD. And so whenever I am involved in an argument or a conflict, I have those, that stress response and I sometimes will have like panic attacks and and even get nosebleeds because I have high blood pressure. So it's so bad to the point where like I physically can't be in an argument. I can't and I, I just can't deal with the stress of it either. I would rather let somebody win than have to go through the stress of being in an argument. When in life did I first learn to question my thoughts or ideas? I think that I learned from a very young age. I probably, in first grade, that my thoughts or ideas were not what everyone else was thinking, you know? Like, I was the odd man out. Um, weird but nowadays I think that my unique approach in thinking is one of the 
positive aspects of my personality. I call myself the stupid engineer because I come up with stupid solutions to stupid problems. So while I may have had a hard go of life because I have like a unique, a weird thought process, it has been really helpful when being creative. I just had to figure out how to use it. Um, yeah. So those are all the ones that I came up with today. I do want to add on to the end of this. Um, I'm currently trying to manifest a move to Savannah. And if you're unfamiliar with manifesting, it's whenever you put all of your mental energy into something that you want to achieve. So you could write out over and over again what you want to do. You can think it to yourself over and over. You can um, say it out loud. You can talk to people about it. You can do research about it. You can read books about it. Um, everything that you uh, that you do can be part of this thing that you want to accomplish. And with manifesting, it's not exactly intended to feel like magic or anything but you just subconsciously start to make decisions and take opportunities that get you closer to this goal so then whenever you get to it you feel like all of that mental energy that you put into it was worth it so I am communicating to everyone that I want to move to Savannah Georgia I have wanted to move there for years, and I want to live there for the rest of my life, and I'm ready. So, if you hear anything about jobs in Savannah, or you want to help me make this my full-time job, let me know. I am all ears. Uh, yeah, so I think that that is the end of the episode today. Let me, let me know what you guys think, like, about, like, these prompts. Like, should I keep doing it this way? Should I do a little less structure? Like, should I just, like, sit and rant sometimes? Or, or should I, like, research something and come back with you with, like, scripted materials? I feel like m scripted might be difficult for me because it doesn't really, like, doesn't really have a flow. I don't know. That's just me. But y'all, let me know for real. I'm going to put a question down on the on the Spotify app. So, if you have suggestions pertaining to this, please tell me or you can let me know on my Instagram. If you have prompts that you want me to talk about, if you want to come on here with me and talk to me, let's do it. Like, I am open to everything right now, and I even had one of my friends offer to help me do video so that I can add video to it. So, maybe I might put this thing on, uh, 
YouTube too. So we'll see. All right. Thank you guys again. Happy Friday. This is Fleetwood Podcast. I'm Kendall. Bye.